Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krupp. Welcome, everybody. Great to be with you again as we um, explore the world of politics and how you can use it. The stuff that's happening today that people are talking about or maybe even thinking about how you can use it to change your world. Because you are the greatest changer, world changer of your world that you've ever known. And maybe you don't know that, but it's true. It is so true. Folks, all over uh, in New York, Pennsylvania, and Michigan, there were debates last night. And the meltdowns, especially in the Pennsylvania uh, U.S. Senate race, was stunning of John Fetterman, the hoodie-wearing bald guy who had the stroke, who is a... His meltdown was so bad, they even have liberal reporters saying it was worse than they expected. Yikes. The the thing's going on in Oregon, but it has to do with these other debates. And, And here's my point I want to make to you for your consideration today. These these debates last night featured a lot of things. A lot of it in New York and Michigan and Pennsylvania, the Michigan governor's race with the, I, I guess you could only describe the current governor, Gretchen Whitmer, as being very Kate Brownish. Let's just put it that way. Uh, and all the Democrats can talk about is abortion, guns. They want to stay away from everything having to do with crime. In fact, Gretchen Whitmer and as current governor of Michigan and Kathy Hochul, the current governor of New York, probably lost their governorships last night by their answers to these questions about crime, folks. Now, here's what I want to ask you. What do you think is the single biggest issue in Oregon, not in Pennsylvania, New York, or Michigan? What do you think in Oregon is the single biggest issue Issue. Now, we've asked this question before, but look, stories change, things happen. What do you think is the biggest single issue in Oregon that will affect the political direction of this state? Now, that's a little bit of a different question because before I've asked you the governor's race, what issue do you think is the strongest that will decide how the governor's race ends up? Now I'm asking a slightly different question. What do you think is the single biggest issue in Oregon that will determine its political direction? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. 
In the Oregon Watchdog today, you can go to OregonWatchdog.com. There are some interesting headlines. Let me refresh the page because they're just putting them up. There is a, let me just read to you some of these headlines. Okay. Kotech is going down with Governor Brown's sinking ship. Here's another headline. Christine Drazen wants to reverse Governor Kate Brown's policies. Now, both of these are... One is from the Republican Governors Association. That's the one about Kotech going down. So it's highly, highly partisan. Um, Christine Drazen wants to reverse Governor Kate Brown's policies. That's a Curry Coastal. So that's down a long time ago. We, we sort of talked a little bit about this yesterday, about the policies that Christine Drazen wants to reverse. But here's the story. Measure 111 is so bad, even Kitzhaber slams it. John Kitzhaber, you know, the disgraced former governor of Oregon that should have gone to prison, I believe, for corruption, accepting corruption from his girlfriend, the first girlfriend. Measure 111 is so bad. This is the measure that changes Oregon's constitution to say, hey, Single-payer, government-run health care is the only way forward. Now, this is, this is his op-ed piece, John Kitzhaber, that he wrote in the Portland Journal, Business Journal, urging Oregonians to vote no. Okay? To change Oregon's constitution to mandate that all health care must be cost-effective and affordable. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> so why am I sharing this with you, folks? Well, because it's also other issues, like another headline. Murmurs is the headline. Court packing time for Governor Kate Brown. This is from Willamette Week. The headline is court packing time for Governor Brown. The first headline is when Oregon Supreme Court Justice Martha Walters announced her retirement last week, just two years into a six-year term, the move signaled a wholesale restocking of the bench. It's one that will accelerate if Republican Christine Drazen wins a November 8th governor's race because Democrats are eager to minimize Drazen's potential impact on the courts. Although judges are nominally subject to election, that ought to change, the governor retains constitutional power to fill vacancies. Judicial retirements have allowed Governor Brown to appoint more than 100, listen to this, more than 100 new faces to state courts, including six justices to the seven-member Oregon Supreme Court. Now, how bad is it when even one of arguably one of Oregon's most liberal and radical newspapers, Willamette Week, 
alludes to what everybody knows or actually is really saying it. Okay. This is, um, <laughs> very interesting. Um, as they have some additional news, uh, and, and we'll get to that uh, in a moment, but I, I want to go back to, I just laid out for you a bunch of issues. Now, last night we had the political coffee clatch. Thank you to those of you who came and participated. And folks, it was a driving rainstorm. It was ugly. We hold it at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grills every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. We hold it there for a reason because they're a great conservative uh, redneck. I'm just kidding. Bar and Grill. Uh, we hold it outside in the tent area, and thank you to Diana for uh, for putting up a uh, tent for us, with complete with uh, sides on it and heaters. But boy, it was some kind of rainstorm last night. Thank you to all of you who came out to be a part of talking about and organizing for voting transparency issues. Okay? Because that's what we do. Now, uh, we talk about stuff and we talk about Telegram. Follow the data. Stay with me here for the next couple of minutes because I'm laying this all out for you. Follow the data with Dr. Frank on Telegram. If you're not on Telegram, you should go to Telegram. It is a secure, encrypted messaging app on your phone, on your computer. And, doc, and, and you can post whatever you want to post there. And by golly, Dr. Frank has lots of information. Now, I mean, he's all over the country, folks, sharing with us what he shared with us here in Oregon. Election issues still weigh very heavily on people's minds, and they ought to. There's tons of unanswered questions from not just 2020, 2021 elections and the recent 2022 elections all across the country. We, last night, we talked about QR codes. I continue to get emails about QR codes because, you know, we need some answers here. We need answers as to really are are these are these the these barcodes and these QR codes that are on our ballots and on some of our ballots and not on some of our other ballots. What do they mean? What are they really accomplishing? Are they in a backhanded way? Are they in fact identifying us as voters illegally? Now the argument will be made, no, they're not. Okay. Ronald Reagan used to say, trust, but verify. So let's verify that. It's part of transparency. 
There's lots of other things that we talked about last night. But again, I, what are the most important, the most important issue in your mind? I'm asking you this question that will determine the future of Oregon politically. Well, it has to do with issues, crime, guns, homelessness, court packing, parents turning the elections once they now understand what's going on in the school boards and what the teachers have been teaching their kids. What are the issues? Now, a lot of these issues are just um, local, but some of them cross the lines because they are most basic to human nature. So in your mind, this is what I'm asking you. What do you think are the issues and maybe the top issue? Maybe just maybe take the top two, okay? That you really believe are going to determine the direction of Oregon for some time to come. Hmm? What do you think they are? I'm getting lots of text messages, so... We'll, we'll listen to that. Your phone calls 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. By the way, you're looking for a great used vehicle or new one? Go to mypowerhonda.com. Thanks to Power Honda for being one of our sponsors. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It's 22 minutes past the uh, top of the hour. Let me give you the quote of the day, and then we'll go right to the phone. So those of you hanging on the phones, don't hang up because I'll give you some time here. Quote of the day from a liberal reporter after having watched the disaster of the, well, the debate last night in Pennsylvania against Dr. Oz and this John Fetterman character. Here's what the liberal reporter said. This is how bad it was. This is a disaster for Fetterman. Quote, I, ex-, that was a quote. I expected him to be very bad tonight, but he was much, much worse than I expected. And part of it was his answers having to do with issues. Now, fracking's a big deal. He flip-flopped, claimed he was for fracking, even though he said plenty about how he's against it. When you flip-flop on things, it really damages your credibility, doesn't it? Let's go to the phones. I'm asking you, what do you think are, is the top or top issues that will determine the political direction of Oregon for years to come? What do you think it is? Not just these elections that we're going to have in just a few days, but in the long term. Let's start first with Steve, and then we'll go to another caller. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. The top issue for me is a corrupt state government. And I will get out of the way and let someone else talk. Corrupt state government. So so when you're saying state government is corrupt, what specifically are you referring to? 
the government here has uh, has exacerbated crime, drugs, the problems with the schools, uh, no representation of the people. The People's House, the state capitol, has been closed for over two years. Uh, and I can go on and on, but I haven't had my coffee yet. <laughs> All right, John. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So for John, and I'm writing these down, by the way. Okay. So I'm going to write them down. So it will be articulate, but you know, maybe just take the, the top one or two. Steve, thank you very much. Let's go to our second caller. Second caller, who are you and what do you think today? Are you talking to me? I am. Who are you? Uh, my name isn't important, I, but okay. I, agree, I agree with Steve. However, what I want to know is what does QR stand for? I, you keep saying it, but I don't know what it stands for. So thank you. Okay. Um, a, a fair question. Uh, you agree with Steve. So that's two people who agree with Steve. It's a corrupt state government. Now, QR code, uh, over the bottom of the hour break, I'll, I'll get the absolute definition for it. And maybe somebody who knows it can, can pop it into me. So just keep listening. I'll get what QR code stands for. I think it stands for quick reader. I may be completely wrong. I'll get the official um, explanation of, of what it is. It, that's a fair. So a QR code is a an image that has um, it's black and white, and it has different blots on it. And the blots constantly they're they're unique. They're different with each code as it is. Now this code is you hold your phone up to it. Uh, and your phone takes a picture of it, and it automatically takes you to some place, to typically something on the Internet, all right? That's what a QR code does. Uh, we'll see what it actually, the actual name of it means, but that's important. Um, let's see. Got a text message from... Uh, and thank you, by the way, uh, from Dale, uh, he thinks Betsy flip-flopped on guns. And 114 is his personally biggest issue. Well, you might be happy to know that Betsy absolutely opposes Measure 114. So did she flip-flop on guns? You know, she softened her position on it, that's for sure. And yes, not everybody has QR codes on their ballots. And in fact, um, I got, let's see. Oh, Kathy sent me, here's an interesting thing. Kathy sent me two images from Twitter about uh, a, a TV station down in Josephine County. This is Grant's past. Is reporting that a mailbag was found in the river, the Rogue River, folks. A mailbag full of ballots in the Rogue River. Now, how does that happen? And whose mailbag did it belong to? Hmm? Which, I mean, 
assuming that it was postal service. Dale, did did Betsy ever say to you or anybody that she would never vote to increase the age to buy a gun in Oregon from 18 to 21? It's been the law for years that you can't buy a handgun in Oregon unless you're 21. I mean, that dates back to the late 60s. But did she ever say? Is that a flip-flop? Did Can you point to, and I'm, I'm going to challenge you, Dale. You're saying this. I'm going to challenge you. You find the quote and send it to me. Because I don't, I don't think you can find it. I don't think it's right. I could be wrong. And if I am, Dale will prove it because that's his biggest issue. So I'm challenging you, Dale, as a friend. I want to know to you, what is your biggest issue that you think will change the direction or determine the direction of Oregon politically, not just this election, but the years to come at 6.30, back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is uh, 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Yes, Corby, I did hover my phone just now over the QR code on my ballot. And you know what it shows? It shows the same identical number that is on the barcode above my name on the return envelope. That's the blue envelope. Okay? That's what it shows. The same identical number. It doesn't take me to a website or anything like that. It just shows that number. Now, if I mean, this is part of the process of what's going on here, of, of you know, um, electronic elections. Now, if you don't trust elections today, the way we're running them with the machines, and there's plenty of evidence to lead to that distrust, why on earth would you would you ever want to, um, in all seriousness, go to online voting? Talk about a disaster that that could lead to. Yeah, big time, big time. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. QR code stands for Quick Response Code. It's a matrix barcode. Uh, it was invented in 94 by the Japanese automotive company Denso Wave. 
So it um, it is faster and more readable than the UPC barcodes, but they are part of that. Now, I'm just reading from Wikipedia, so that that's what I have found online. Nevertheless, here's the question. Can it identify those of us who are voting in the elections process? Can it identify us? Is that legal? Now, under Oregon law, you're not supposed to be able to do that. So what do you think, folks? What do you think? 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220 emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Here's what we're talking about. What do you think is the most important issue that will, in fact, determine the direction of Oregon for years to come? Now, if I don't want to do that, trying to do two things here at the same time. Folks, if Oregon is sliding into the abyss, circling the drain, whatever moniker you want to give it, and they're all valid. What do you think ultimately that means? But I'm going to tell you, this is where politics comes in, and this is where you come in. This is why I, I sound like a broken record. But it's a truth. It's a truism in politics. You truly are the person who can change this state. One person at a time. You're the greatest influencer you'll ever know. And you being aware of the, the political issues of the day that really do matter to people in their lives allows you to communicate them in persuasive arguments. And that's what I hope you get out of this radio show. And I mean it. Julie writes an email about long-term issues. By the way, you want to send me an email? It's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Or you can just call 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Here's what she says. Measure 111 have an impact liberals do not understand. The impact this will chase doctors, particularly primary care physicians, who are already underpaid by insurance companies and government programs like Medicare and Medicaid. You chase them out of the state and out of practice. Since most programs require a referral, which you get through primary care physicians, by making medical care a right, everyone will have a lack of access to care. That's what John Kitzhaber, by the way, was arguing in his Portland Business Journal op-ed opposing Measure 111. She continues, this also requires the illegal aliens receive care from physicians. 
Now that ought to be talked about more. Hmm? Medical care began its decline with the Hill-Burton Act, which requires emergency rooms to see everyone regardless of their ability to. I can hardly wait for a three-hour wait in the doctor's office to avoid a four-hour wait at the emergency room. Oops. Yeah. Um, Linda writes, I hope this comes through. I've had trouble getting it on and off. It's a, a getter ad, and it's a screenshot she sent me. It is a picture. It's from someone called Morgan Gallo Photography. And in it is a picture of a U.S. Army soldier dressed in uniform, dress uniform, holding a sleeping baby in a U.S. American flag. And the caption is, this is what it's all about. Then below the child sleeping in, cradled in the American flag that this soldier is holding, it says, the children. That's a powerful image, folks. Now, do you think that the children is the issue? School issues, what kids are being taught, brainwashing them, parents waking up. Do you think that's what it's all about? The next generation, our children. All these issues like Measure 114 that would keep a single mother trying to protect her kids from the stalking boyfriend or the drug-crazed idiot that lives in the apartment complex with them, who's here on drug tourism because the idiot voters, I'm sorry, folks, but I'm very opinionated about this, passed Measure 110, decriminalizing heroin, methamphetamine. And that crazy person is trying to kick in her door. She can't keep her kids safe. Why? Because effectively Measure 114 stopped her from buying a gun. It's about protecting her kids, about educating her kids, the next generation. Reagan talked a lot about that, wasn't he right? I think he was. And you would be right if you called Freedom Heating and Air to fix your HVAC system, your heating and cooling system, because it ain't working right. Their emergency services one of the great things that they offer that sets them apart from other places. Freedom Heating and Air. Give them a call. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. To the phones. We've got Gail, Gary, and Art lined up. Gail, go. Hi. Thank you. You must have read my mind when you gave that description of the image of the soldier holding the baby. Um, but before I go there... Maybe it wasn't the crazy voters who voted in the drugs. Maybe it was the crazy machines. You anyway, could be right, my dear. You could be right. Maybe. Anyway, you know, at the end of the day, Jeff, it is about the babies. And it's about doing what we think is right 
in the eyes of our Lord, our Savior. And so this has been a real struggle for me because we don't have a good pres- or, yeah, govern- or governor candidate. You know that. Or maybe you don't know that. Anyway, so I, I, I have to go pro-life. I have to go pro-life and I have to breathe what they say that it is about the children and I have to believe that what Trump says, he's cleaning the swamp and the things that have happened are horrific. And shortly, in the end, the evil will and is being defeated. Yes, it is. And it is because a lot of people have been praying for this for a long time, 50 years since Roe versus Wade. It got overturned. Now it's returned to the states. And the only thing that's going to change it in any state, Gail, is going to be this. The people's hearts changing on that issue. Pro-life candidates standing up and getting elected, using the right issues, and then putting this deeply held belief, and it is, it's the right deeply held belief, into how they vote. And then this state changing its policies, because it's the most wicked, horrible, evil thing there is. Back in a moment, Gary and Ark, hang on, I'll get you on the other side of the break, I promise. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Yeah, there's a gateway pundit, two stories that I'm going to put on the show plan today. Uh, The first one is, is that Pennsylvania Democrat officials mailed out 200 and 40,000 ballots, which has now been upped to 255,000 ballots to unverified voters. In other words, voters that haven't met the qualifications of the law to prove they're actually voters. 255,000, by the way, this is the subject of a Republican National Committee lawsuit. Now, Here's another headline. This is why we're asking you, and just hang on, you guys, Gary and Art, because I'm going to get you in a second, I promise. This is why we're asking you not to turn in your ballot until the evening before or the morning of election day. Listen to this. Here's the headline. A gateway pundit, as gateway pundit reported, Democrat political action committees are already tracking the 2022 midterm votes that have been cast. And they're doing it by party, by age, by county, and by gender. Ronna McDaniel, along with Mark Levin and others, say vote early. The wrong thing to do. Hold your ballot. So they cannot find the way that through hacking to know who's returned their ballots. And the likelihood of how those people might be voting. 
that gives them the ability to figure out how to cheat. It's a great article. Let's go to the phones. Let's start first with Gary, then we'll move to Art. Gary, good morning. Go Ducks. Go Beavs. There you go. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, people need to wait till the last day, obviously. If, they, if they've got your name and everything else uh, figured out with these um, stamps, uh, they, they know how many votes they need uh, just by doing the logarithms. So um, the best, the, however we can confuse them, we can conf- is the best thing we can do. Now, for me, the most important issue is obviously the mandates and everything else. And I was watching some um, uh, some debates last night, Michigan and uh, Florida, and their strategy from the Democrats is more people would have died if we didn't do what we did uh, than uh, if we would have went your way. Complete lie, complete uh, fabrication. There's no way they can prove it, but all they got to do is say it, and they will convince people. Yep, you're right, and that's the problem. This is this is how the Democrats always do it. This is how the liberals always do it. These are how the tyrannical Marxists always do it. They say something that can't be proven, and people just hear the headline, and they think, oh, right. I believe it. That's exactly right. And if you tend to want it to vote that way anyway, um, you're going to go along with it, even though uh, it there's all sorts of evidence that they killed millions of people that shouldn't have died. But, how, you know, Absolutely you can't right. walk yep. through the process uh, because it, it takes a long explanation. So you're right. The headline will get it. Anyway, go Ducks. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate your contribution. That's the issue that you think will determine the political direction of Oregon for a long time to come. 503-589-1220 is a power Buick GMC talk line. Barbara writes me an email about Polk County has no, their ballots in Polk County, the mail-in ballots have no secrecy sleeve. We do have it in Lynn County. Things are different in each county. She writes, I just received my ballot with a return envelope and no secrecy sleeve, which should be an envelope. Also, not sure if significant, but the ballot has a number 1XX-1 on it, which number appears on the return envelope. I'll contact the clerk's office since I do not want my voting record public. Um, yeah, I think it's too late for that, unfortunately. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Good to hear from you again, friend. Well, good morning, Jeff. What will determine our future? Well, if we allow the Democrats to remain in power, they will continue to destroy our state like they have been for years. And, uh, I mean, that's just the way it'll be. They continue to do the things that they've done uh, to destroy our our state. Higher taxes, uh, you know, uh, sanctuary state where uh, fentanyl is killing thousands of people every day. Um, The crime is going to continue to go up because we're allowing the criminals to come to our state and not end up in jail. So the direction of our state is is up to us. If we vote in, uh, you know, Republicans, at least we got a chance because they've actually been trying to fight 
the issues that have been going on. Uh, so that's what's going to determine our direction, Jeff, is who we put in power and who we allow to remain in power. Because if you think the Democrats are going to change course on what they've been doing, I mean, now we're going to buy electric buses, Jeff. Uh, you know, what a waste of money. What a waste of money. Um, but that's my comment. I mean, okay. Fair we're, we're in charge, and that's what will happen. Keep them in power, and they'll continue to destroy our state piece by piece. Thank you, Art. I appreciate it. Good to hear from you. That really um, is true. So what are the issues, then, that really get people elected. There's a story in the Federalist today, and I'll have this up on the show plan. And here's what it says. Can concerned parents turn Michigan red this November the way they did in Virginia? This is about the battle for the schools, and it's about the city of Dearborn, where all of these Muslims have exploded because of what's being taught to their kids that they didn't know was being taught to their kids. They're shutting down these school board meetings. They're Muslims, folks. Now, if you think that this isn't powerful, you're wrong. I want to go back to this image that was sent to me, a soldier holding the baby in the flag. It's about the kids. Ultimately, this is why the issue of crime is so powerful. You've heard me say this, and this is just a truism if there ever was. From the beginning of time, in our nature as human beings, we have the right and the desire to feel safe from animals back in the beginning of time that were, you know, would hunt humans to the animals that are hunting humans today that Kate Brown has released early from prison and Tina Kotek, who enabled that. From the beginning of time, it is innate in human nature to protect ourselves and our offspring. Nature does it. Mama bears, it is about the kids. And any time that our kids are threatened in any way, I agree, I think it's the children. It's protecting the children and our families. It's the single biggest driver that will determine the future of Oregon elections and will determine the future of Oregon policies that determine the future direction of the state. Thanks for listening today. I'll be back tomorrow with Raquel Moore Green, the interview.